You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Warning. Thunder Talk contains foul language, adult subject matter, and is intended for mature audiences. The C word. What does it mean? COVID? Clones? Comics? Maybe a few other things. Listen as we explore everyone's favorite third letter of the alphabet. Dean Backlund, frontman of the Everyday Housewives, performs an amusing new take on an old tune and reminds us to just stay home. Thunder ally Mark McRae pops in to lament the cancellation of TCM's Classic Film Festival and discuss the current state of the convention scene. I bring you the latest WTLK. If a tree falls on Kavika, does anyone care? And so much more on this issue of Thunder Talk. Lightning lad, roll the thunder. Thunder Talk. Hey, so y'all know how I'm not uh, drinking anymore, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you, you try to kill yourself, uh, you know, with... Yeah, regular Dan tried to kill <laughs> Super Dan in issue 21. Yeah, with booze and deviled eggs. With triglycerides yeah. and giant balls. <laughs> mm, deviled eggs. Giant mm, balls. Giant what? balls. <laughs> anyway, I'm good now. I talked to my nephrologist, endocrinologist, general practitioner, and... Yeah, they said my kidneys are 100% back to health, and there is no sign of damage. So, yay! yay. <laughs> Kidney power! Yeah, kidneys are important. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. And, you know, this whole weight loss thing, I'm down to 214 pounds just because I changed my diet. And people, you know, they go through South Beach. They go uh, keto nonsense. Kidney failure is, I think, the best way to lose weight. I think that's... We need to figure out a way to, one put, hell of a to diet. put that in a bottle. I, I, one hell of a diet, not the best way to lose weight. I think it's probably one of the worst ways to lose weight, but it's effective. It's effective. Yes, so. yes, Kavika. Thank you for fulfilling our legal minimums and informing the audience <laughs> that... Uh... Anyway, I walked out of the doctors with a two milligram a day prescription for lorazepam, which, okay. is, which is pretty awesome because uh, you just pound that and you may as well have been drinking all night. And my doctor was saying this whole this whole COVID business, all he can do is just write people scripts for happy pills. I mean, unless <laughs> you have symptoms and we need to go to like emergency work on you, here, here's some here's some junk to help you uh, pass the hours. Huh. It makes sense, it, you know. Keep keeps you keeping an even keel without you know going crazy with worry. Yep, yep, yep. How's everybody doing out there? I we're we're doing pretty good. Like I still have to go into work a couple times a week, but. We're teleworking mostly. She teleworks all the time. Yep. We went and dropped off groceries at my mother's house last weekend. I mean, like we waved at each other from like 20 feet away, you know, that right. kind of thing. But she hasn't left the house in a month. Well, but, uh, other you know, than that, we, you know, we've been trying to keep as safe as possible. You know, We've walked the dog. We've done some yard work. I almost dropped a tree on myself. What? Yeah, on like <laughs> how what uh well do, do do tell. The city came for us because Uh-oh. one of our neighbors complained about our trees. Shit. Kavika was standing on like 
a six foot tall ladder and using a telescoping long handled saw. Yeah, right. an electric pole saw. And what's crazy is they they're like social distance, do all these things, but they are out there right now. Like, here's a citation. Get your stuff cleaned up, or we're gonna find you. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's exactly we where we need those. our resources going right now. Exactly. But, but what's crazy is so on top I'm standing like on the top of this fixed foot ladder. I'm five foot nine and I have my arms extended fully and then I you know, I'm wielding this, you know, six foot pole saw. And because I'm standing at this extremely awkward angle, that's how trees fall on you. And then I not only did I do it <laughs> that time, this evening we were out by the trees. Uh, that border us and our neighbor's property and we're you know some some of these limbs go right over our power lines and we're kind of concerned you know we're coming up into storm season and whatnot you know right. and we all remembered what happened last year right before dragon con yeah where we lost our power for oh a yeah because your tree cause... it was horrible yeah right yeah so we're trying to be a little bit proactive and trim some of it, <laughs> though I have all these scars now. Oh, no. It's the the battle wounds of adulting and owning yeah, a home. Absolutely. So this tree fell on you. What? I mean, are you avoiding the subject? Like, How did this thing fall on you? Why are you all cut up now? Well, I mean, so I'm cutting these limbs directly above my head, you know, standing on top of a ladder, extending myself as, as far as I can reach. You know, the six and a half foot, you know, pole. And this thing is like wielding an anime sword. It is extremely <laughs> heavy on the tip. <laughs> it's effective, but it frequently drops on top of your head. Hence, this is one of the, this is one of the reasons why you should hire professionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, Dan, you got some of that sweet, sweet ESO commercials for us? Uh, go uh, go check in the fridge. Everyone these days could use a little support, and your friends at the ESO Network are no different. With the ESO Network Patreon, the cool thing is, is when you help support us, it's you who will benefit. With four tiers starting for as little as 25 cents a week, you can listen to some of your favorite network podcasts early, hear exclusive content, maybe get some ESO swag, or even possibly take a shot at the geek seat. All you need to do is sign up at patreon.com backslash ESO network. Well, with this whole virus thing going down the way it is, it's been a pretty bummer year so far for conventions. And no one is more bummed out than our dear friend Mark McRae. Mark, it's going it great, you know, other than uh, <laughs> missing a bunch of conventions and cancellation of key dates. Right. Now, you're, you're big on the convention circuit. You're always giving lectures, doing panels, all of that. You were going to be working at TCM, Turn Classic Movies. Yeah, so I was right? really looking forward to going because uh, typically one of my colleagues at work usually goes to the TCM Film Festival and I have never been able to go because they didn't want the two of us out of the office at the same time. But this year, we were both allowed to go. My son Miles was also coming with me and I was a volunteer. I was going to be like at the information desk helping people 
uh, navigate through the convention, as well as, you know, being able to make really great contacts. And then, of course, it got canceled. And uh, right. it was a real bummer because they had some really great guests like Floyd Norman, one of the uh, Disney animators was going to be there and he oh, was going sure. to be honored. And I've been wanting to meet Floyd Norman for a long time uh, since that really great Netflix documentary aired. A personal right. animation hero to me that I really was looking forward to meeting. And so that got canceled. Looking ahead... You know, I'm also supposed to do PowerCon, and that's in August in Anaheim, California. Sound California, and, right, yeah, right? And California's been hit pretty hard. So the last thing I heard about PowerCon was that they would let us know on April 25th. Right. Well, you know, the reason why they're probably stretching that out a bit in terms of making an announcement, uh, maybe their deal with the hotel and the convention space and whatnot. Right. Uh, just got notification that Treklanta. Mm-hmm. Has been postponed. New dates are to follow, but the reason oh. why it took it took them a minute is, you know, when they approached the hotel like a month ago, saying, "Hey, th- this isn't looking so good. Why right. don't we go ahead and look at alternate dates? Let's look at pushing it back." And the hotel was very adamant. They were like, "No, no, you have a contract for what was it? The first weekend in May?" Yes, yes. Yeah, now you have a contract and you you are obliged to stick to that. And eventually they had to invoke, you know, a force majeure clause in there in reference to the pandemic saying, right. nope, sorry. Yeah. They just made the announcement three weeks prior to the con. Oof. So the hotel was really trying to wait as close to the April 30th, quote unquote, end date for the social distancing guidelines before they really just finally let Treklana do its whole postponement thing? I could be wrong, but from what it sounds like, the hotel was actually a, a bit more inflexible than that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so funny because I looked at the website. Um, so this must have just happened, right? Uh, the 8th. The 8th. Okay. I was kind of curious how that was going to go as well, because it's the same thing. That date's even closer than some of these other dates, you know, right. that we've already talked about. The other thing, too, these conventions bring in a lot of revenue. Right. Yeah. What about um Comic-Con? Has that been canceled? Does anybody know? Oh, you mean San Diego Comic-Con? Yeah. Uh, that one, I think they're still looking at options for it and waiting a little bit. Right. But as far as SC Comic-Con, mm. that's been delayed to middle of July. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, let's just say that this virus gets eradicated tomorrow or there's some type of a cure or something. You just can't say, all right, everybody go back out to work and <laughs> try to <laughs> social distance as much as you can, you know, because there's still going to be vulnerable people out there. So what do you do? It's a little complicated. Yeah. I mean, I've been keeping my ear to the news every now and again, trying to see what's what. And, you know, the, there's talk that the peak of the virus will be happening in a matter of days. And then from then on, it's just a matter of social distancing continue to be working and hospitals actually being properly equipped and widespread testing. And then hopefully in a matter of two, three months, not trying to put a specific <laughs> timetable on it, but hoping because apparently uh, the quarantine over Wuhan is starting to ease up like they're yeah. telling the people, you know, if you don't really have to, then we would ask you to stay home, but it's not as much of a matter of life or death. And they've been under quarantine for about 11 weeks now. Yeah, I heard about that, too. 
Uh, they tried to lift things in that part of China maybe about three weeks ago or four weeks ago. Yeah, they tried to reopen the movie theaters. <laughs> right. And people started getting reinfected. And they were like, oh, oh, maybe we moved a little too fast. Let's let's reevaluate. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it, guys. Right. Yeah. So uh, I spoke to my brother last night. He lives in Brooklyn. My, my family, everyone is up there. And so one of the symptoms that I've never heard anyone talk about is that if you get the virus, one of the things is is that you can't smell. I've heard that. I've heard oh, people, yeah. uh, as of a couple of weeks ago, they started reporting that as, as a symptom. Right. And so one of my brother's friends got sick and he wasn't sure whether he had it or not. And my brother said, well, try to smell something. And and he sprayed his hand with some cologne right. and he called my brother back and said, I couldn't smell the cologne on my hand, like all the way up to my nose, you know. Well, then what happened? Uh, and he ended up getting tested. Now, this dude, this dude got really lucky because he works in IT, but he works for a research hospital in New York City. And so he was able to get a test and he tested positive for the virus. And so sure. now he's confined at home. But right. if he didn't have that type of connection, he probably still would have been wondering. Oh, my God. No, yeah. Thank God that your brother mentioned something to him. Right, right. You know, I watch a lot of, of the news coverage as well, and I had never heard that whole business about you can't smell anything. Well, you need to watch more, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've just lost some points, right? It's like, okay, I've been watching like every day at 10 o'clock at night, and maybe I need to bump it up and watch from 8 it's to steady 11. Steady diet, dude. If you're working yes. at home, you need to have that like muted in the background, but constantly... Like oh absorbing it through, through, through your skin. <laughs> I've had a lot of thoughts about clones, like deep thoughts this on is clones. So weird. No, I'm ready. I'm I'm excited. I've wanted to talk about this for a while. And I know, go I know. down the rabbit hole that is clones. So, right. of course, we're all we're all familiar with clones and clone tropes, and you clone, know, clone, clone movies, clone tropes, <laughs> clone tropes. Hey, there's clone tropes. Clone no, I mean, for real. The level of clones in in TV and movies are wild. But in reality, if we really had clones, I just wonder like what that would look like. Hmm. And we kind of really only have media as a jumping off point to sure. try to figure that out. But right now it's all speculation. But let's let's speculate, guys. If clones really happened, what do you think it would be like? The island all the way. Okay. If this was really going to happen. People are going to try to make some money on it. And it's going to just be people are getting cloned so they can have their organs harvested for rich people. Yeah, or for food. Or for, like, rich people food. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, you know, okay, like, ethically speaking, like, okay, let's say, like, I'm cloned. The questions would be anywhere from, is my clone allowed to vote to, is my clone allowed to sleep with my wife? And everything in between there. I would say yes on voting, no with wife. My instinct kind of tells me, like, right off the bat, no to sleeping with my wife. But then it's like, what if we tag teamed or did, like, a three-way kind of thing? 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's wow. me. It's it's not like it's, it's not like I'm inviting like you or Adam or Beth into the bed. It's just like it's me and me. That'd be too creepy though. That would be kind of like mm, yeah, but for who? inviting your twin. That'd be too that'd be weird. Oh, but it's no, not my thank twin. You. No, see the clone and I didn't grow up. We don't have a, a lifetime of shared experiences in a sibling yes. familial context. But still, do you wanna like see yourself like oh, no. have, have you have you it's met me weird. have you f- met me yes. he would be looking right into <laughs> those eyes no. yeah. like, you're asking dan a question no, that will dan. go right into a rabbit hole you don't want to go down <laughs> yeah. you, he could you he don't want to go giving, down there he would be giving himself the bro nod while he was doing Gross. stuff the whole time it would be horrifying i now have this image <laughs> in my head for the rest of my life dan and dan would still be going like my wife would have bailed like a half hour ago you know made herself a sandwich <laughs> she's watching tv <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> but you bring up the, you, you brought up the point your clone is not like your sibling they don't have the shared experiences right are, are we talking Here's the about question, cloning though. the consciousness? Because that comes oh, yes. along with yeah. it. Because that's, we... that's fucking hot. That's the sexy part, is that we have the same oh, consciousness. No. That's no, the real dude. attraction. I feel like I need to take a newspaper and like swat Dan right now and be like, no, no. Or like get the squirt gun on him and be like, down, down, boy, down. Yeah, in the squirt bottle. I'm going, I'm going in the penalty box. Uh, three to five minutes. I'm not allowed to say anything. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody set a timer. I wonder if he can really like yeah, stick he can't to that. Keep that. <laughs> That's impossible. Okay. So, the thing with clones, like, do they have a shared consciousness? Where we are scientifically, obviously, we cannot download consciousness into something new. Your consciousness is developed through your experiences. That's what makes you you. So, your clone, unless it had that download that magical you know download i it would just be a different person with a remarkably familiar face okay let's say we get to a point where we can clone a human and we can download your consciousness into this other human okay so when they download that would your conscience be your con i said conscience your <laughs> would it be crystal clear like all your memories better than you with your human capacity can remember mm. would they have like a better memory of your life than you did because they're getting all this fresh new data i don't know well the thing that humans have going for us is we are quick to forget so that allows us to deal with trauma and just living your everyday life is pretty traumatic so if you could remember with crystal clarity everything m most people would have well, some just type because of you down well just because you forget it it doesn't mean that you it's completely gone from your memory i don't know yeah it's like weird <laughs> to think about that because that's one of the things like i haven't seen anywhere in media i haven't seen them deal with that and that's one of the thoughts i had i was like well like, how good would this memory download be? Or would it be kind of like my own memory where all the information's there, but what 
I did yesterday is going to be a much clearer memory than what I did in high school? Or would it just be like kind of degraded? You know, it's like what what all would they get from from our consciousness to theirs? Yeah, okay. So I'm coming out of the box. Uh, real quick, okay. I just want to go on record. Banging your clone is not sister kissing. All right? <laughs> Beth, uh, Beth what, what you're talking about is it's almost like transferring data from like a vinyl record over to a digital medium, turning it into an MP3, going through polishing out all the, the skips and the pops and all of that, and creating maybe a more distilled, perhaps precise memory. I dig what you're saying. It just makes you wonder, like, how well would they be able to mine the data from your brain? And then would they go through and kind of mess with your memories? I would hope not. Living with yourself with Paul Rudd. Like, his original self was supposed to be murdered. Yeah. Hey, don't no no spoilers. I I don't, I haven't watched. Sorry. Warning. Spoiler I just just finished, dude, I just finished Tiger King, all right? Oh, jeez. I haven't gotten to Ant-Man's show. Anyway, hashtag Tiger King. Hashtag Tiger King. Warning. Hashtag Carol Baskins murdered her husband. What? Spoilers ahead. (laughs) We are the Cigar Nerds Podcast. Do you like cigars? Great. We review cigars while talking about movies, TV shows, science, and pop culture news. What? You don't like cigars? Great. Because we also talk about science movies tv shows and whatever's going on in the news it's what we do we smoke cigars and we know things find us on cigarnerdpodcast.com we're also on the eso network live from studio a wtlk the thunder Ever since the first wave of delays, all eyes, or at least my eyes, have been on Black Widow and Wonder Woman 1984 and what they're going to do. As previously covered, Black Widow is delayed indefinitely and is still planned for a theatrical release. David Harbour's been calling for Black Widow to just go ahead and release on digital, and he's great and all, but he doesn't sign the checks. For a while, it seemed Wonder Woman 1984 would stand its ground, but DC's going with the safe side and delaying the movie, but gave it an actual new date of August 14th. So I guess pretty much the summer movie season begins in mid-August, right around the time yours truly is getting ready for Dragon Con, football, haunt season, and SummerSlam. I guess if you still have any expectation 2020 will be a normal year, well, look outside, but stay at least six feet away from others. Sony also went ahead and pushed a few movies back. Ghostbusters Afterlife has been pushed from July 10th to March 5th, 2021. Morbius has been pushed from July 31st to March 19th, 2021. Uncharted, the movie based on the video game starring Tom Holland, has been pushed from March 5th, 2021 to October 8th, 2021. Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway has been pushed from August 7th to January 15th, 2021. And finally, an untitled Sony Marvel movie had, has been pushed from October 8th, 2021 to To Be Determined to make room for Uncharted. Some movies that were victim of the first wave of delays have new release dates as well, like SpongeBob 3, which will be coming out on July 31st, A Quiet Place Part 2 will be releasing September 4th, and Top Gun Maverick will be releasing December 23rd. 
Marvel Studios finally put a new release date for Black Widow and it shifts almost all of Phase 4 back till 2022. Black Widow will be coming out November 6, and The Eternals will be releasing February 12, 2021 in the original spot of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Shang-Chi will release May 7, 2021 in the spot of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Doctor Strange will be releasing November 5, 2021 in place of Thor Love and Thunder Talk, and Thor will be releasing February 28, 2022. For those not aware of important dates in the Thunderverse, that puts Love and Thunder coming out the day before my 31st birthday. That's a hell of a way to make up for my birthday month getting super derailed this year. Black Panther 2 is still on track to release on May 8th, 2022 because this apocalypse isn't stupid enough to mess with Wakanda. And to conclude the massive announcement, Captain Marvel 2 was revealed to be releasing July 8th, 2022. It's going to take a while, but that's a solid two-year plan for Marvel Studios to continue saving the movie theater industry. Also, it works out for the MCU because if there was any fear of MCU burnout with Black Widow coming out 10 months after Far From Home, which I don't think there is, but there's always that part of the internet complaining. Well, now we have 16 months between MCU movies, the longest since Incredible Hulk in June 2008 to Iron Man 2 in May 2010. But at least with all these delays, Harley Quinn Season 2 still made it to the DC Universe. And like the great Professor Hulk said, I consider this an absolute win. And this has been WTLK The Thunder. Drink, fight, and make your ancestors proud. This is a special WTLK because you now have uh, two MCU quotes, so you're welcome. Let's get into like the voting, you know, having some level of rights versus meeting just my needs. Uh, I guess what we're really talking about is, you know, what level of self-awareness and autonomy would this clone well, have? Yes. It, if you have sentience, depend, though, you should be able to vo vote. It would depend on what the clones were being made for, really. Because if they were trying to make just bodies kind of like the movie The Island, then they wouldn't have the right to vote. But the problem with The Island was they all had their own personalities, right? So they have this body of a famous star, a famous athlete... A wealthy person. Yeah, but they have their own humanity. They have their own conscience. So right. that is a human. It's not the same human. That is a human. That is us. And that's what makes us special is our own unique perception. Right, but they're, they were living quarantined, not knowing what was going on in the world. So they wouldn't even know that they were missing voting. Yeah, you know, and then in terms of, say, actual voting, if it were possible to, to just start squirting humans out of a tube and calling them citizens, the Republican Party would, would be able to totally stop duping poor people into voting against their own self-interests and just clone a bunch of goddamn, what's his name? President's son-in-law? Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Oh, Kushner's, Jared Kushner's. It's, it's, it's like a 21st century three-fifths law. If the clone was new life and their intent was just to be a human in the world, then they should be able to vote. Yeah, but not Republican. Again, you see how I'm talking about them stacking the polls? Well, you know, you know what they're trying to do right but now you is prevent people from voting absentee yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Because, Hashtag I mean, like, Wisconsin, you, everybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's a thing. 
they believe that more people that are able to vote, fewer of them would vote Republican. Paul Weyrich, uh, co-founder of uh, Heritage Foundation, the moral majority. He's on video from 1980 stating that the more people vote, the less Republicans win. It's on YouTube. Go find it. Uh, the 2016 presidential election, there were only three cases of voter fraud in the presidential election, and all three of them were Republican. Again, go look it up. Every time there's legislation to make voting easier for people, it's always Republicans that squash it. Every time. And they use voter fraud as a red herring. I mean, look at me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to derail a perfectly good clone <laughs> debate into contemporary so, politics. We were them clones. About clones. I'm just always, I'm just always worried about that conservative angle. That's all. I'll go in the penalty I, box. I'm again. not worried about that. I, I believe um, humanity is on the path to Star Trek. It's just it's going to take us a really long time to get there. You know, we're going to almost blow ourselves up a few times. We're going to have to survive some pandemics. We're eventually going to have to start, you know, reaching out into the stars and stuff like that. But once we get beyond even ourselves and start working towards a common goal, I mean, there's nothing that we can't accomplish. Yeah, like clones. We'd be able to make clones. (laughs) Clones, you say? Clones. Sexy. What do you have to say about clones? You know, it doesn't need clones, new kidneys for Dan, because his kidneys are perfectly healthy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. Good yeah. job, Dan's kidneys. It's Thanks. Dan's healthy Thanks. kidneys. Fuck yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Exactly. I would, uh, <laughs> though I, I have to admit, I wouldn't mind having a couple of spare meat bags in a freezer or on an island somewhere. That that is what the island is. The plot of the island. Here I am talking about like, you know, do they get to vote? Do they get to bang my wife? Are they going to be Republican? When really I should be like, you know, fuck all that. Yeah. Yeah. Can I harvest their kidneys? Let's let's do this. (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) Well, another thought that I had, though, is, okay, let's say we can make a clone of you in like a month right. and then we're going to download your consciousness into that clone mm-hmm. there wouldn't be any guarantee that it's going to act just like you i don't think necessarily that clone would have the same reactions to your memories and the stuff that you went through because they didn't actually experience it i don't know it's that it brings up the argument nature versus nurture how many of our decisions are based off of just like chemical responses that would happen naturally? How much of your personality is just genetics? The two variables, one would be linear time. The the more that clone keeps going outside of your experience, yes, it will be coming into its own and gaining new yeah. perspectives on its second issue, which is the fact that its past is really all academic. That being said, you could approximate what you would do if you found out you were a clone and how you would react. I would lean more towards nature. I would lean more towards a Dan that would be totally down having sex with another Dan. I I think that your clone would definitely have sex with you. Thunder Talk exclusive. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
All right, Thunder Faithful, I am here with, the, for me personally, uh, one of my, my favorite people in the entire world. I've known him for 41 years. He's the front man to uh, the Bay Area, the, the other Bay Area, the South Bay Area of California. Look it up. Front man for the band Everyday Housewives. Please welcome Dean Backland, a.k.a. Uncle Dean. How you doing? Doing great. How are you, sir? Doing all right. How's uh, how's the apocalypse treating you? Oh, not too bad. Working from home, quote unquote, and enjoying the time at home with family, believe it or not. Reasonably so. Yeah, excellent. So you recently uh, stormed Facebook with one of the coolest parodies I've heard in a long time, as, as well as relevant. It, it, it done to the tune of Motley Crue's Home Sweet Home. It's uh, Coronavirus. Just stay home, in parentheses. What inspired that? Other than, you know, the usual claustrophobic psychosis that we're all feeling a little bit. Uh... Well, I'll give you a little background. A lot of uh, my musician friends have been posting uh, videos of themselves performing cover versions of songs just with the acoustic guitar. Right. And uh, a lot of celebrities have been doing the same thing. And... Uh, I've been hesitant because I felt that a lot of them just came across a little bit like ego trips and um, look at me, I'm a musician. Sure. Sort of help back on it. I, I mean, that's what I do in my band anyway. So what's the, what's the trick? You know, what's the big deal? Right. But it was happening so much and uh, a lot of friends were telling me how come you haven't done this yet so i sat in the bedroom with a guitar and a bottle of iw harper 15 year whiskey and uh, decided i was going to come up with a song when i do cover songs i love to do songs on an acoustic guitar that don't they don't belong on an acoustic guitar and figure out the chords so people will say wow that's that's a cool cover because that's a piano song. You do a Queen song on acoustic guitar that was originally done in piano. That's the trick. That's why I did it. In other words, I didn't just do it to show off my voice. I did it because I had a fun idea. Right. So I uh, I started fiddling around with Home Sweet Home by Motley Crue. And I thought, I'm going to do this because... Whenever I hear that song on the radio, I sing along. And at least in my egocentric ears, I'm kind of like, wow, you're, you're doing a not that bad Vince Neil impression. <laughs> right. So right. <laughs> I thought, I'm going to give this a try. Of course, that was the first thing I found out was that, yeah, your Vince Neil impression is not exactly five star. It, it's not one star, but it's not what you thought. But anyway. Well, your, your, your Dean Backlund impression is, is, is pretty on, on point. Thank you. But, but I digress. Anyway, <laughs> I thought, what's the point of just posting another cover? So it just popped into my head instead of Home Sweet Home, Just Stay Home. So I decided I'm going to write a parody song. And I sat down and I wrote those lyrics in, I would say, 10 minutes max. Uh, I didn't want to overthink it. I didn't want to spend a bunch of time on it because... In my experience, the more time you spend on something like that, the more you, the the sooner you hate the idea and you start right. it's becoming work and you're like, you know, this is dumb. Okay. And you know, when I was 15, it could take a month to do it and that was okay. Right. I'm newly 60. So happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. I decided, yeah, 60 going on 13, believe me. But anyway, <laughs> I just decided I'm going to do this and I, the end, product is pretty rough okay it's not 
recorded in a five-star recording studio. But anyway, I had fun with it. it. As usual, it took me too long to tell the story, but there it is. Hey, uh, a lack of brevity, an abundance of creativity, casual alcoholism, self-deprecation, uh, <laughs> good people. Now now you see where I get it from. <laughs> you, you, you got self-deprecation from me? Wow. <laughs> Oh, and sarcasm. Because that was my first try at self-deprecation ever, right there. <laughs> lots of lots of self-deprecation in the Backland Clink family. I'm only joking. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Now I've been thinking about getting uh my dear Uncle Dean on the show for a while. Finally glad that's happening. Thank you. You're welcome. So uh outside of Facebook stardom. You're also the front man for uh, the band, the Everyday Housewives. Now, I know you've been gigging with these guys for a long time. Everyday Housewives, though, I think it was finally the name you landed on about 20 years ago. Yeah, we've had that name about 25 years. Yeah. An homage to Glenn Campbell's classic. Yes, absolutely. That. Thank you for uh, getting that. Not everyone does, I can assure you. You know, uh, a flair for the esoteric. Again, another Clink Backland trademark. Yes, uh, Dreams of the Everyday Housewife. Uh, so tell us about that band. Uh, well, that band started in the summer of 1980 when uh, a guy that I had disliked all through uh, elementary, middle school, and high school was invited to my house for a jam session. And by the end of that jam session, we had become best friends for life and remain so. Best friends that I'm not related to, Dan, so don't get don't get upset. Don't don't get all butthurt about it. Got it. Got it. My name is Dana Chandler, and uh, we started the band in the summer of 1980. And as you mentioned, it's not always been under that name, but we are the two, the only two constant members. And uh, you know, like a lot of bands, we've been through a lot of turmoil and change. We, you know, uh, well, I hesitate to even bring this up, but I mean, we had two suicides in the back in the 80s and early 90s so hmm. it's just very tragic but anyway right. th- we've been we've survived through thick and thin as guests is what i'm trying to say right. and started out as an original band and uh, you know a band that was very much trying to make it and actually with that the the first of those two suicides was kind of it it ended the band for about two or three years and hmm. when we resumed the band it it became a cover band because, you know, by that time we were married, we had small children, and it just seemed like, well, if we're going to have a band, we need to lower our expectations a little bit. So we became a cover band and have been for 30 years now and had had a wonderful time. I and mean, we would cover everything from, uh, you know, the 60s, Beatles, Stones, Hendrix, Pink Floyd, 70s, Zeppelin. I sing like a girl, so, you know, a lot of stuff like that. Well, you, uh, your your cover of uh, Britney Spears' Hit Me Baby One More Time is, uh, Thank is you. a personal favorite of mine. Thank you so much. Yes, that personal favorite of mine, too. Believe me, I've played Sympathy for the Devil enough times, okay? I need you played more. Sympathy for the Devil enough to, to know that uh, your, your balls are big enough to do a little bit of Britney. Precisely. And uh, yeah, I'm always trying to throw stuff like that and like the theme to the Mary Tyler Moore show. That's another one of my favorites. Yeah. You know, some of the guys in the band don't appreciate irony as much as I do and as much as you do. But, you know, you're the you're the front man. <laughs> yeah. Bless their hearts. Let's just leave it. Right. 
but yeah, I, and I am the front man. Um, my role is either just singer or singer rhythm guitarist. I've right. been playing guitar a lot more lately, probably because I bought a $3,700 guitar recently. So that thing's going to get played. Right, <laughs> right. Beautiful Jimmy Vaughn uh, gold Stratocaster. We don't want to start talking about that because then that's all I'll talk about. But anyway, uh, yeah, Everyday Housewives has been wonderful for me and keeping me young. And uh, I, I don't see us stopping anytime soon. And we're already, like I said, we're going to celebrate our 40th anniversary this year, Dana and I. And I don't know if we'll be able to do it by playing the public gigs that we had scheduled. But uh, whatever we do, even if it's a Zoom jam, you know, right? So we're going to do something. We'll have a house party. We'll figure something out. But yes, this summer is forty the forty year anniversary of he and I jamming together. Oh, excellent, excellent! Hey, all my band friends out there, you're forty years strong, right here. <laughs> you you can do it too. Right on. Let's let's drop the song. What's what's the name of it again? It's called Corona Vi, and then in parentheses, geez, I forgot. Um, <laughs> Uh, just, just stay home. Just stay home. Yes. Just stay home. Corona yeah. vi, and then parentheses, just stay home. Yeah. So, uh, and we, hey, real quick, where can everybody find the Everyday Housewives? How can everyone find you over the internet? You can uh, go on our website, www.everydayhousewives.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Everyday Housewives. And we have uh, a couple of Facebook pages too. Guess what? Everyday Housewives on your little type typing key pad there. <laughs> on your on your on your little Tetris machine. Your little device. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that device. The device you type on. Not your favorite device. Your second favorite device. Yeah. No, the one you use with your first favorite device if your laptop isn't available. Thanks for having me on and. Thanks for playing the record. Oh yeah, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, dude. Absolutely, anytime. Love talking to you. Great talking to you. Hey, you too, Uncle Dean. I love you. I love you too, man. Take care. Coronavirus. Just stay home. Coming at you. You know I'm a schemer, gotta make some dough, go out and work till I'm fried, when my bank account get low, but just when things seem right, along comes coronavirus, and now food shopping, now it's enough to make me cry, I stood in line at Trader Joe's. With the scarf wrapped round my face Whole Foods had nothing But they took my paycheck anyway I gotta stay I gotta stay Just stay home Tonight, tonight I gotta stay I gotta stay just stay home You know that I lie On the couch every day and night And now I'm hooked on a TV show About New York's Real Housewives 
But I get to spend more time with my family. They make me take the dog outside when she has to pee. I gotta stay. I gotta stay. Just stay home Today, tonight I gotta stay I gotta stay Just stay home Just stay home Just stay Do some dishes. I gotta fold some clothes. I'm getting sick and tired of CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC. Gaining weight, just stay home. a 30 second ad spot for the black market toast podcast where we take a piece of media out of the cupboard dust it off toast it up and serve it as something completely new what well it means we either listen to or watch a movie or tv show or piece of music and then it's not like we just use whatever media we pick as a conversation starter (laughs) well because it's fun okay listen to it on your podcatcher of choice and follow us on facebook or something Let me throw another wrench in this truck. So, <laughs> so whether or not you believe in astrology, uh-huh. if that clone was, you know, Dan's oh, birthday's shit. in December, if Dan's clone was born like in April or August, would that have some okay. effect? Whoa. Yeah. It would have all the effect, of course. I think that my clone would not be born until October because it would be a Libra. It just, it would be destiny. <laughs> like, would people be ordering clones born, like, in the same month or something? But, so but they then you be... wouldn't have the same year. Like, the celestial, like, what, I'm, I'm like Well, a, they a, wouldn't have the same perfect birth chart. or something, or a sheep. My clone would definitely be born in October. That's for sure. Yeah, it would. It totally would. Well, then I might end up sleeping with your clone because my clone, knowing my luck, would be a Scorpio. <laughs> what? As well uh, as a Sagittarius, you know, 
Yeah. See, I think your clone would be a Pisces. So then, God, imagine Dan's clone being a Scorpio and being even more horny. Oh, Lord. Yeah, but also just more of a prick. Like half of my shitty attitude takes effort being a Sagittarius. Uh, a Scorpio clone of Dan, you couldn't stand the that fucker. Like, I'd still bang him, but I wouldn't introduce him to my friends. Yeah, your Pisces clone would probably get attached afterwards. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, so you, you have this clone. They're living on the same property, sharing the same resources. Hey, you know, take part of the chores. Let's get out there and do some yard work together. Knowing myself, I would be just like, no, you can go do it. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get your clone to help you. Yeah, I'm going to stay inside and watch Multiplicity. Yeah, <laughs> you better make another one. First thing your clone says, like when it opens its eyes, you have this moment back and forth. And the first thing your clone tells you is, I'm going to eat all your food, motherfucker. We couldn't afford to feed me. A second me? Oh, oh shit. I, I, Yeah, we, right? Okay, theoretically, we the have... The whiskey bill. We, yeah. So, theoretically, we have a guest bedroom. We could have clones of ourselves living with us. But I don't like even I don't even like myself that much that I want to share more space. Exactly. The only person I want to share space with is my wife. I mean, yeah. I'd be looking at myself like, no, get your ass out. God, <laughs> imagine if our cycle synced up because they oh would. My God, it would just it'd be terrible. <sighs> I know. It just the house would explode. That's too bitchy. Well, then, Kavika, would you be OK with two Beths? You see, I would be fine with two Beths. <laughs> I would, you know, my default personality is, I, you know, and this is self-awareness, you know, I, I think I'm an overall good human, but I have selfish tendencies and I can not want to do stuff if I'm not in the mood, you know. So and two Kavikas fighting over one Beth would be terrible. No, because somebody would die. <laughs> there would be no, you know, like, <laughs> I am my, you know, you are your own worst critic, right? I would be most afraid of all of my worst attributes. You know, the people I've like just not clicked with the most are people who are very similar to me. I, I can't stand being around people that are like me, which is why I have a perspective on how the rest of you feel about me. And I, I, try, to, I, try, to, I try to go easy most of the time. Yeah, the people that remind me of me are just ugh, losers. I mean, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's sexy Thor. There's critical Thor. There's uh, meh Thor. I hear you on that, brother. I don't know. It, it depends. If if my clone got all my good aspects, I can be very motivated and um, effective. And, you know, I could probably be the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> and I'll be your uh, I'll be your Jonah Hill all the way. We're going to sell those penny stocks. So, and I'm the wise old Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> you got to pump up those oh, numbers. <laughs> like a like a, a three martini ounce of coke lunch. Yeah, I don't I don't want a clone. The the only way that a clone would work with me is somehow you're able to maintain all of your mental abilities you put it into the clone and then the old used up version of you dies. Or like hunting for sport, because, you know, they say the, the, the most cunning prey is a human, and what's more cunning than yourself? That would be horrible. I would hate to be, because, you know, I might let uh, it a hunt cornered me. rat 
Mm-mm. No. Oh, hey, absolutely. Dude, fuck yeah, it would. You're right. You're absolutely right. Hold on. That's a movie. We should make that movie. Right. Hunting your clone. We need to write the script right now and send it to Hollywood. Oh, write it down. Okay, listeners, you cannot write this script before we do. I don't know. You might write it better than us, but we get 10%. The tables are turned on you. <laughs> yeah, story credit, definitely. We'll go to the guild. I got, I got people. Writers Guild of America West. <laughs> We're going to send this motherfucker to arbitration. Big one. The big question is Dragon Con. Oh yeah. All of us had such a great time at Dragon Con last year, and I attended two or three panels, but it was mostly, you know, hanging out with you guys. You know, that's what made it fun for me. Yeah, you right. Know? Hanging out with my buds, totally. and totally. Uh, yeah, it'd be a shame if I got drunk that Thursday and then woke up Friday in a familiar environment and <laughs> just had to stay home and just be normally hungover. <laughs> As a media representative for the ESO Network, thank you very much. Until we're told otherwise, we're going to proceed as though the world is going to continue to turn. Right. As of right now, there's cause to be optimistic and could use as much optimism as we can possibly muster right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Like, Like Nick Fury once said, up until the world ends, I will act as though it continues to spin. Well, wait, f***. I had that line perfectly in my head. And that, well, that's what I was paraphrasing, too, when I made my statement a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he said, up, up until such time as the world ends, I will act as though it continues to spin on. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Or it plans yeah. to spin on. If all this goes mm-hmm. away, this is going to be a crazy back half of the summer, because once SC Comic Con ends... You know, instead of being like, oh, man, got six months until Dragon Con, it's going to be, oh, got a month and a half till Dragon Con. Shit, better get rested and get ready now. <laughs> Once this, this virus passes, man, there's going to be orgies in the street. It's, it's going to be mayhem. It's going to be insane. Uh, beautiful insane, but insane nonetheless. Everybody's going to be shooting off fireworks and blasting uh, dreams by van halen it's just gonna be it's gonna be thank you power rangers they didn't even do anything but we just want to thank the power rangers oh it's gonna be sensational and awesome and people are gonna be celebrating and barbecuing and partying and everything i can't wait right this is something that I think Dan can definitely relate to. A lot of parents are complaining that the way that the online school systems programs are set up, unless your kid is super smart, you got to be in there helping them while you're working from home. So now you have become the teacher. You know, I don't know if you've experienced that, Dan, or not. No, but well, my, my, my kids actually are like way super smart. So no, <laughs> I, I really haven't had to. <laughs> and also there are particular hours where... Uh, their teachers are actually available on Google Hangout. Oh, I have to say that I'm getting sick of these goddamn emails from my uh, kids' teachers saying, hey, we had a great meeting this morning. Great Monday morning <laughs> meeting. Great virtual meeting. I'm like, what virtual meeting? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> and it's like we've missed like three of them now. <laughs> well, maybe they had a virtual meeting in their mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the t- teacher sitting there next next to a couple of empty bottles of like middle school teacher wine sized like wine jugs. 
You know the kind of jug I'm talking about. We're talking like the full like liter and a half of the cheap stuff. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. Um, just sitting there praising and yelling at nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Susie, so that's a- Stephen, Shaquan, shut up! And oh, she's just like God. looking at her cat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, Miles's girlfriend is a teacher. And she teaches um, special needs. I think her issue has been, like from her perspective, is that some of the kids don't have online access. Oh, yeah. So what do you yeah. do? Mm-hmm. You know? What and, can and th- you do? What can Other you do? Other than right. try to get the parents to drive down to the school to pick up a, a paper packet mm-hmm. a month ago. Right. The other thing is a lot of kids get their breakfast and lunch at school. Mm-hmm. And since school is closed, you know, a lot of communities have stepped up and have found ways to distribute that, you know, right. the breakfast and the lunches. Uh-huh. And there was a report yesterday that one of the workers who was distributing the food has come down with the virus. Oh, shit. Oh. That can shut down the whole thing. Yeah. And supposedly oh, no. they knew that the person was sick for a while, but nobody said anything. Oh, Christ. You know, so like after the person didn't come back, you know, it was just business as usual. And then it was like, oh, it's been confirmed now. Oh, no. I guess at the time they didn't know if the person was sick or not. Sure. You know, like they didn't, they were sick, but they didn't know if they They were a carrier. Well, you can be a carrier for 14, up to 14 days and and have no symptoms and still be out there spreading it around. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So now, you know, there's a lot of finger pointing going on and an investigation has been launched because, you know, of course it's like, okay, when did you know and when did you know it? And I can't even say it now. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Who do you know? So- and when did you know him? And yeah. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I, I am not, nor have ever been a member of the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I didn't have nothing to do with that woman. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> We helped organize once because, you know, we have a school bus that comes out to our area and distributes breakfast and lunch and nobody in the neighborhood seemed to really know it. Uh, So my kids and I, we went around, we put a sign up over by the mailboxes. And for a lot of people, we went and knocked on doors, keeping our distance, of course. Yeah, yeah. Just letting everybody know, like, hey, man, there's there's food up there, you -hmm. know, for the kids. And it's, it's really cool that the districts have done that. Thank God nothing's happened here. Where, right. you know, somebody gets, you know, cough, cough, sneeze, sneeze, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes these people reach out to me on Facebook and want to be my friend and I have no idea who they are. And this one friend that I accepted, he, <laughs> this person says, if I don't have sex soon, my balls are going to explode. <laughs> and and I have big balls, so it's going to be real messy. <laughs> oh, so he had to go that one step further. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, really, dude? Like, TMI, you know? Just like, oh, my gosh. It's just... You, you don't even know the dude? <laughs> no. No. And, and, you know, like sometimes friends' suggestions are, you know, you have two mutual friends. And, right. You know, and depending on my mood, sometimes I'll say yes, and sometimes I'll just delete the request. You know what sure. I mean? And I'm um, just like, okay, well, maybe they're a fan of my book or, you know, our recently launched podcast, the best Saturdays of our lives podcast, plug, Boom. plug. 
<laughs> you know, so I don't want to be that guy. You know what I right. mean? But I was right. like, wow, really, dude? Exploding balls. Big exploding balls. Yeah. It's just amazing what people are going to share. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's ridiculous. Save it, save it for your podcast. Exactly. I mean, if you if you haven't gotten a clue about this particular rule of social media etiquette by 2009, then there's probably not any hope for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, it's interesting. You know, we've talked about this. You know, there's always been a group out there going, oh, social media is destroying the fabric of uh, relationships and connections with the real world and people and I think it's a moot argument. I mean, I'm always I'm always one to quote Huey Freeman. You can't fight the future. Don't waste your life trying. But this is really hitting at home. No matter what you think Facebook is or does, that's all we've got right now. Yeah, literally. And to shoot yourself in the foot like that. But the other funny thing that's happening on Facebook is you have people like posting games and they usually start off with, I'm bored. Let's play this game. And I'm like... I'm not, I, I'm like, I'm not that bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to see, you know, like, uh, what's a typical game? Um, what type of, I don't know, superhero are you going to be or something like that? I don't know. So, I, I, I'm still busy doing other things and I still don't have time to participate. Hold, hold up there, Mark. Uh, Adam is kind of a slut for those games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh no i already figured out that identity that's why this podcast exists oh no true true mm-hmm. yeah I, I take it back but take it back fans of podcast i am rusted robot rusted robot is seven feet tall yes i've heard episodes in the hundreds with pop culture reviews and geek style news I am Rusted Robot Podcast. You have come here for geek. Will you listen? Listen? For free? No, we will run and we will live. Aye, run and you'll live and dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all those days and come back here for just one more listen? They may take our lives, but they'll never take our Rusted Robot Podcast. Begun, the clone talk has. <laughs> this is regular sexy, and I call bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was asked if I listened to Thunder Talk, and my answer was, yeah, about five times in a row after I publish it, while I stare at myself in the mirror, squeezing my nipples. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. So... I will admit that I probably listen to every other episode. Beth listens to every episode, but I'm I'm usually happy. So there's you that. know what, Kavika, you're you're just not our demographic. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I listen to every episode. But would her clone listen to every episode? <laughs> Whoa! God damn it! I bet that bitch would totally listen to every episode, uh, especially if it like annoyed you. Yeah, the more, yes. She would go out of her way to be an upstanding citizen of the Thunder Faithful community just to spite you. Yes, she's such a cunt. I can't handle her. (laughs) There can only be one. Where's everybody at out there on the internet? You know, Beth has like one of the smoothest mixer channels in town. (laughs) 
I, as, as, as a fangirl, would really kind of like to hear you talk about it. You can find me at Mixer.com slash Noplahoma. Uh, I stream a variety of games. I don't play any sort of battle royale, but I do play a lot of just dance and other things. I don't know, Stardew Valley, uh, The Sims, hoping to do a, a dream daddy stream pretty soon if you're into seeing dads dating dads, because if you're not into dream daddy, <laughs> we can't be friends. Okay. Nice. Where can everybody find you? Uh, well, they can find me on Mixer and on Twitter at Noplahoma. I have a page on Facebook. I don't use it a ton. I kind of started it mostly to hold the name so someone else didn't come try to scoop up Noplahoma. Right, right. But I do post on Twitter and on Facebook when I go live on Mixer. And watch the Thunder Faithful page because, you know, it's all one shared Thunder universe. We all pop into each other's movies and such. Uh, Adam, you've got a new hit podcast. Yep, it's called The Ring of Thunder, where I talk about stuff like WWE and AEW mostly, and I try to cover what I can of the independence here and there. I've been saying this since the like the f- mid '90s. If you're not listening to Ring of Thunder, you're probably an asshole. I won't argue with that there. You can find it on <laughs> Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Listen so you're not an asshole and uh, pump those numbers up. <laughs> oh, and I'm also on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The uh, At backslash forward slash side slash Thunder Talk Thor. Yeah, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, B, A, sexy Thor. Kavika, uh, you don't do shit. I don't. You can find me. <laughs> It's true. Uh, Her clone, however. Yes, my clone, however, does have a mixer. (laughs) No, she's on Twitch. Oh, yeah, your clone's on Twitch just to piss you off. Um, (laughs) Your clone plays Fortnite. You can find me on Twitter at K2SayRamblesOn. You know what? Thunder Faithful, what I'd really like, you just reach out to me. You know, you come over. We can grill some steaks, drink some whiskey do some gardening, you know, we can be homies. So that's what I like to do. Uh, it's it's living a good life. Sometimes I go fishing, all that kind of stuff. So, Hey, Dan, where can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, bless you, Beth. Bless you. Yes. Uh, go over to uh, the Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast where you will hear Mark McRae and Dan Klink. Best Saturdays of Our Lives podcast. You can find that on all the podcast platforms. We're cozy with SoundCloud. Check us out on the Facebooks. T-B-S-O-O-L-P. And Thunder Talk. I mean, Thunder Talk is like, you know, uh, y'all can fight me for it, but I am I am the sorceress, and Thunder Talk is my castle grayskull. I thought you were more like Orko, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you can find uh, us as a podcast on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Thunder Talk Pod. At Thunder Talk and Pod. And email which your opinions on which He-Man character you think Dan is to thundertalkpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, real quick, I have a question. Is the C word a word oh. that I would beep or just leave it as it is? I think you leave it as it is. Okay. I feel differently about the C word than some people, but I think it's just a word like pussy. Okay. It's just it's just pussy. All right. Well, I mean, again, you're not our demographic, but you are like <laughs> a, 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 you do have a controlling share in the show. So. 
Everything Kavika just said is going to be bleeped. So be like, beep, 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 beep. How does your I'll clone feel about the word? I feel like she's just as cool as me, but you know, she's she'll do stuff just to spite me, just because she's a, she's a con. is a production of the Weirdos Workshop with special guest star Mark McRae and Dean Backland starring Kavika Allo, Adam Wedspin, Beth Allo, and Dan Klink. If you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at ThunderTalkPod. Our email address is ThunderTalkPodcast at gmail.com. Drink fight and make your ancestors proud. I'm going to need you to in- incorporate the Hey uh, He-Man video somewhere. Well, he does it faster, what though, than the times original song, when I'm lying he? in bed just to get it all up. What's in my head? And I, I'm feeling a little peculiar. He-Man sings like the something, dance room something, something, then I step outside and I take a deep breath. Then I get real high Dan. and I scream to the top of my lungs. What's going Dan. on? I mean, like, everybody else stopped. And you just kept going. That's yeah, pretty He-Man, much the story. Have you heard the He-Man version, Dan? Have you heard it? Don't fucking shame me. Don't fucking shame me. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.